I'm locked in, I'm buried with the loaded bases. Look at their faces, I got them switching places. Slower than the matrix, shots you taking, I anticipate it. Yeah, I know you hate it, but facts you gotta face it. Max contract, no trade clause. Ask my agent, fly it in the angel boy. Running things just like McCoy. Many imitate, but they ain't ballin' like your boy. Many say they working hard, but they ain't working like your boy. Strong, big body attitude, like I'm on the road. Championship, champagne shower. Welcome to the Rational Hour, Ryan. On today's show, we're talking a little baseball. The MLB season is around the corner. Today, we're going to discuss uh, MLB season for the upcoming 2023 season, uh, notably the NL West. Today's show, we have one of the best in the business on. Over 20 years in the business, uh, covering baseball with outlets such as ESPN, MLB Network, AM 570 KLSC. Please help me welcome the host of Dodger Talk, Mr. David Vassay. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great, Ryan. Great to be with you. Uh, thank you. I know it's a lot going on right now. It's spring training. Uh, one thing, David, what has stood out to you the most uh, from what you've observed so far uh, covering spring training? Yeah, number one, uh, Will Smith has been so locked in on the backfields and in games. He's now with Team USA in the World Baseball Classic. He's primed for a really big year, and he's locked in, and I've seen him locked in since day one. He's not one of the more boisterous or outgoing personalities out there, and I feel like that contributes to him being overlooked. But once he steps between those lines and he's in that batter's box, it's hard to ignore how good he is, and I fully expect him to have a big season. I think he's going to be in the MVP conversation by the end of this season if he stays healthy. That's a huge uh, statement. Um, Dodgers have made some really interesting signings during the offseason. J.D. Martinez, Jason Hayward, Miguel Rojas. Uh, who do you think will have the biggest impact of the guys they've brought in? Well, I guess already it's um, – Rojas because they kind of needed him right after Gavin right. Lux got hurt that was a big uh, pickup by them if they did not make that trade they would have been in a lot of trouble uh, with Gavin Lux going down so kudos to the Dodgers having that foresight to acquire Rojas he was brought in for insurance and certainly uh, that insurance is paying off immediately with the injury to uh, to Lux so I would say Rojas and J.D. Martinez because J.D. Martinez is going to be counted on to fill the shoes, at least on the baseball field, of Justin Turner and at least match what Justin Turner did last year. He's been – he was one of the best hitters the last three months of baseball last year, and that was uh, a, that was not what J.D. Martinez was known for last season. He was more known for his first half last year. He wasn't very good in the second half, but uh, the loss of Justin Turner goes way beyond – the field, as you know, Ryan, but uh, on the field, J.D. Martinez hitting behind Muncy, he's going to be counted on to uh, to drive in runs, and he used a big part of Dodger Stadium. Absolutely. Uh, one thing the Dodger fans were really waiting for, I mean, the winter meetings came and went, and, you know, the last four years, the Dodgers have had a 67% win percentage. Uh, going into the 23 season, Dodgers 
um, a lot of people feel might have a chip on their shoulders after losing to the Padres in the first round. Have you seen a difference in the, between the mindset of the players going into the season? I, uh, I've i seen some of it. Uh, guys have said it to me. But, um, you know, talking to younger players, they have said it's been very businesslike uh, on the backfield. So that's a, a great sign from the guys that are in the trenches with the guys that were – in my opinion, somewhat embarrassed last year by being bounced by the Padres after having an 111-win season. Now, that rivalry, you've seen it firsthand. The Padres are spending money like no other franchise in MLB. Uh, they signed Xander Bogarts, Nelson Cruz, uh, Adam Engel, uh, Matt Carpenter. Uh, how big has this rivalry gotten, and are the Dodgers giving them the kind of little brother, big brother respect? Well, they better because they're a really good team, and they just eliminated them from the playoffs. That's what made it real, uh, eliminating the Dodgers in a playoff series in the first round, nonetheless. That made it real. Um, so they definitely respect them, but are they giving them too much respect where it could affect their confidence when they step on the field? Absolutely not. So they have respect for the Padres and the talent they have, but – Let's not forget, the Dodgers have perfected winning in the regular season, and uh, I definitely would not expect anything less with their pitching their pitching depth that they've uh, put together here. The NL West as a whole, uh, Dodgers won 111 games, uh, Padres won 89 games, Frisco won 81 games. They're one of those teams kind of people are waiting to see if they can go up or back or go down, and they're, they're a proud franchise. Uh, they brought in Sean Mannion, uh, Ross Stripling, uh, Michael Conforto. Um, what do you think of the Giants coming into 23 with the loss of Carlos Rendon, Brandon Belt? Will they get back to where they're used to being as far as their franchise expectations? It all depends on their defense. That's really what was the problem last year for the Giants, injuries and really bad defense because not only did they make errors, but also extra outs were given to the opposing team. So they have to catch the ball better than what they did a year ago. And I like the potential of the offense, especially in the middle of their order with Jock Peterson, Mitch Hanniger, and Michael Conforto. If Conforto and Hanniger can stay healthy, that's a pretty good 2-3-4 uh, combination they have in the middle of their lineup. They have a very interesting team. Will Carlos Rodon be a big loss for the rotation? No. Today we found out that he has a left uh, forearm strain, which is never a good sign for a pitcher. He is going to start the season on the injured list, and he may not be back until May for the Yankees. So uh, no team knows a player's health better than their own team. And the Giants obviously were a little concerned about extending that kind of offer to Rodon. The Yankees yeah. did, and we'll see whether or not it works out. But so far to start the year, uh, not a good sign for Rodon or the Yankees. And, no, the Giants will not miss that. Mm. Now, one team I'm very interested in, Dodgers opened up against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Very young, talented team. They have a couple veterans like Zach Davies, uh, Miguel Castro. They signed Cal Lewis. They added the addition of Loris Goriel, and uh, they have young guys like McCarthy and, and Carroll. What do you think of this young Diamondbacks team, and can they make a, a rise up in the standings in the NL West? 
Yeah, no doubt. They will rise up in the standings. I feel like it could be a step towards being a 500 team, which is a significant step for them. It feels like they've been rebuilding since 2017. So uh, that's a big step for them. I predict Corbin Carroll, their outstanding young center fielder, is going to win the National League Rookie of the Year. He's the catalyst for that. He's going to be a name that everybody knows by the end of the season. Um, they Their only question is their pitching and their pitching depth. Are they going to be able to put it together? So, uh, yeah, they're a better team, and they're not going to be a pushover in the NLS. Can Chris Bryant carry the Rockies over the hump and get them into the postseason? Uh, hard to do when you're always hurt. So uh, I, I wouldn't count on it. Now, who are some of the young stars in Major League Baseball that you like to watch, David? Uh, there's a lot of great young up-and-coming future stars in the league. Um, Wander Franco, uh, Andy Runchman in Baltimore, Rodriguez in Seattle. Who are some of the guys that you like to watch and you keep your eye on? Yeah, well, I've seen a lot of the National League. I haven't seen a lot of the American League in recent years outside of interleague play. But I got to be honest with you, I'm I'm all in with Corbin Carroll. The Dodgers played the Diamondbacks seven times at the end of last season, and he really left an impression on me and the Dodgers facing him. Corbin Carroll is one of my favorite players, even though he – had such a small sample size in the big leagues last year. So immediately, I know it isn't a big sample size, but that's the guy I really loved watching play and left a big impression on me last year. Uh, what do you think of the, uh, Arizona's rotation and Trey Jamison notably? I have no idea who that is, Ryan. <laughs> okay. That's okay. not on my radar. Not on your radar. Okay, yeah, he set down the Dodgers when he came in with his major league debut. I was really surprised. One of the top name, uh, players I'll in the rotation. His he, name. Yeah, look out for him. He set down the Padres and the Dodgers back to back last year to finish the season. They got a lot of good young pitchers coming up, so uh, it's it's uh, starting to uh, blossom for the Diamondbacks. It feels like they're starting to come out of uh, the rebuilding phase, and yes. uh, they're going to be someone to reckon with uh, moving forward. In the L.A. area, you cover baseball. Shohei Hotani, uh, his talent is just like something we've never seen in baseball since, you know, Babe Ruth. Uh, how special is he, and what do you think going forward as far as his free agency? His agent has already come out and said he's going to do a tour. He's going to, you know, he wants to be wooed. Um, what do you think of Shohei, and what do you think the possibilities are of the Angels retaining his talents? Yeah, I think there's still a good chance that happens. Uh, Artie Moreno has not been gun-shy in spending for players that uh, he believes can, you know, entertain and benefit from uh, being with the Angels. So I wouldn't rule that out like others are. It's going to be a storyline that is going to be followed all season long. If Otani uh, talks to a player on another team, everybody's going to jump to the conclusion that he wants to play there. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a plot line all season long, and obviously the big markets want him. I wouldn't rule out anybody that tried to go after him when he was coming from Japan. So it's gonna be interesting, and uh, it's gonna be good drama. It's going to hopefully get baseball coverage uh, as far as free agency goes, and bring the sport a lot of attention.
definitely. The Astros and the Phillies were in the World Series in October 22. Um, what do you think as far as the season? If you were to make an early, early prediction on who are two teams you think might be the last two teams standing when it's all said and done. I hate to say this, Ryan, but I feel like we're witnessing uh, another version of the Yankees dynasty with the Astros. Their pitching mm-hmm. is so good. And it's hard to bet against them. Uh, I don't know any team in the American League that can beat their pitching. If they mm. stay healthy, I feel like the Astros are getting back to the World Series. And whoever comes out of the National League is going to have a very difficult time beating them. Uh, there's a very good chance the Astros win back-to-back championships. Interesting. That's a very good team. Yardon Alvarez is amazing. I think he's just getting better. It's so crazy when I think he was in the Dodgers organization. I know, right? He's gonna, that trade's gonna go down in infamy right alongside the Pedro Martinez trade. Right, exactly. Now, David, you covered sports working firsthand with the Dodgers organization. Um, the legend of Vince Scully. Um, can you talk about any memories you have of Vince and any actions and how much he's impacted your career? I mean, he's all—he's impacted everybody's career, whether they know it or not, because listening to him is the standard. And not only just the words he used, the vocabulary, the knowledge of history, but above and beyond all else is the first-class person. He always carried himself with a lot of dignity and class. And frankly, it's our responsibility, whether you're hosting Dodger Talk post-game radio show like myself or you're in the play-by-play booth um, there's a standard and you have to live up to the legacy that he set for over 60 years whether you like it or not Uh, that's Vin Scully's booth that's Vin Scully's press box when you're working for the Dodgers and you better treat it with respect it's not the Marlins no no disrespect it's not the Rays no disrespect it's the Dodgers it's Vin Scully's booth the best to ever do it. And uh, I feel that responsibility um, doing this job. I know sometimes I get a little too loose, but um, I take it very seriously and want to have that respect for it. Uh, Dave, do you have any um, funny stories or any memorable stories you could share with the audience about any any interactions you've had with Vince? Uh, you know, they, those were personal moments, Ryan, that I'd rather keep to myself, but, uh, he was just always very kind to me and never, uh, never treated me like I was beneath him. And I think that's why everybody loved him, Scully. Absolutely. Uh, that's just the voice of LA, the voice of baseball. Uh, a lot of people were touched by his, his voice. Every time you heard it, just, it's just, ah, angelic. Him and Chick are always synonymous when it comes to the greatest of all time. Yeah, I love well, Chicky Baby. He was my favorite, too. <laughs> well, David, I thank you um, just for taking the time and coming on the show and uh, just bless our listeners with your insight on baseball in the West and a little bit of uh, things going on right now in baseball and your, your opinion. I, I really appreciate it. Um, can you let our audience know where they can support any or follow any of your work? Yeah, you could follow me on Twitter at the real underscore DV or on Instagram at officially Basse. Thank you, uh, David. I really appreciate it. David Vasse, ladies and gentlemen, Rational Hour, 
out 